Are you thinking about starting your own cash practice? Maybe you've already started your own practice and you're starting to realize that there's a lot to learn when it comes to business. We can be great clinicians, but if we don't understand the business side of having our own practice, we're going to have a hard time being successful in business. Guys, I wrote a book for you and I took everything that I've learned over the last five years of running successful cash practice here in Atlanta. And I put it in this book and I gave you everything that you need to be able to start and scale that practice past yourself. That book is called Fuck Insurance. And if you don't like the title, the book is not for you. If you do like the title, it's the exact book that you need to be reading right now. I show you exactly how to start. I show you what's important when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, when it comes to operations, and what stage you're actually at in the business. You know, where you're at, what you need to focus on while you're there, and how to get to the next stage. I'm trying to set it up in a way where you can get some clarity in your business. And the book for now is 100% free. All you have to do is go to finsurancebook.com. That's finsurancebook.com and get your free copy of the book that I wrote specifically to help you be successful in business. The book is free. All you got to do is pay for it to get to your door so that I don't lose my shirt on giving everybody all these books and sending them around the world. And again, head to finsurancebook.com, learn how to run a successful cash practice today. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. And today, we're talking about the state of physical therapy as we know it in our current climate, economic, pandemic situation that we found ourselves in. What, First of all, what a, uh, what a strange sci-fi novel we have found ourselves in. Uh, a, a pandemic, uh, a political situation that is intensifying, uh, and lots of other world things going on that look like things are bleak. That being said, our profession as well has a lot of negativity that is being um, you know, thrown around in terms of the job market and insurance and where that's going. And what I wanted to do was give you some perspective in terms of how I'm looking at everything and what I see and really where a lot of that information is coming from. So for me, you know, what, where we have, what we have now with about 90 businesses within our mastermind group is we have a lot of information from a lot of different demographic areas, uh, that comes in and we get a chance to really see trends, uh, as well as share that information, test things in different markets, see what's working, openly be able to help all of those people. We kind of look at it like if we had 90 franchises underneath our, our own company's banner, this is how we would do it. We just, it's not a franchise. It's just, uh, you know, education uh, that uh, and mentorship. We don't owe your company. It's your company. Um, you make the decisions, whatever, you know, you think are best. We should give you just the best information that we can find and synthesize it down for actionable, you know, useful information for your business. And from what I've seen, um, especially kind of just looking back, 
So, you know, March was tracking to be totally normal for everybody uh, until about the middle of the month. And then, you know, it, it everybody pretty much got shut down. April was a pretty bad month for most, uh, you know, small service businesses like a, like a cash practice. Um, and then May, there started to be quite a bit of turnaround. June, July, a lot of people are back up to where they were at prior to, um, you know, to, to all this, this happening. And August is looking like it's a it's a it's a pretty solid month for everybody in in, in a lot of growth. Now, what's interesting about that is in comparison, the higher volume in network practices, uh, from what I know, is that they are struggling in a lot of ways. They've let a lot of our uh, peers go. That are staff employees there, especially employees that are. Um, higher, you know, uh, compensation packages, let's say they're, they've been around longer, they are a director, uh, you know, they have more clinical experience, they're just more expensive. And the thing is, you can't bill anymore for somebody that has a fellowship or advanced training than you can for somebody that uh, is a brand new graduate. So they're cheaper. Uh, they, uh, you know, they, they, they just cost less, you're gonna get reimbursed the same. So on a business, uh, you know, for, for a business, it's a it's sort of a no brainer about who they're going to let go. And if that's you, uh, I, first of all, that sucks, but this possibly could be one of the best things that's ever happened to you. In fact, we've had a lot of conversations with people that are in the same position that have now decided, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. And they decide to go out on their own and, and, um, and, and start that process. So I've seen this quite a bit over the last few months with conversations I've had with people that are frustrated, that have been let go, uh, that have been furloughed and then they're come back, you know, part-time, but they really don't like where they work. And now they realize even more so they don't want to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And they're looking for a way to, you know, do something on their own. So I see what's happening now is there, the, the drive to do your own thing, especially with the simplicity of a cash model, or in some cases, a hybrid model, uh, makes a lot of sense. It's very appealing to people about working with a niche that they enjoy and uh, you know getting paid with their worth uh, and setting up the business side of that. So I think what we're going to see come out of this, at least on the cash side, is a surge in number of cash clinics that are um, that are out there, which I think is a positive thing uh, for the profession. I think we're going to see um, consolidation even more so of big clinics with hospital organizations that insulates themselves somewhat from things like this from happening. Because um, what, what happens is, especially if you're if you're living off of high volume, uh, primarily a lot of post op, a lot of Medicare population, and now all of a sudden visits from Medicare population slow down because they're higher risk for uh, you know negative effects from from COVID, and. Uh, you're seeing less elective surgeries. So you're seeing less post-op volume coming through. Well, what happens? Well, if you live and die off of this high volume and you're not getting enough volume, you're gonna have to let people go because um, your your model doesn't support uh, you know lower volume. And uh, as well as the fact that you know there's gonna be two years in a row that, that Medicare reimbursement rates are gonna get um, cut down. I think total is gonna be 18% uh, decrease over over a, a couple year period. Um, that's a lot, that's a ton. If you own a business, if, if, I, if somebody you know, said like, hey, we're gonna cut down your single visit rate by 18%, that would hurt our business for sure. And we're seeing that this is not going away. This is, it's been trending down for who knows how long now, like years and years and years. And if you think it's just going to all of a sudden make a 180 and the government's going to say, you know what, PT, you guys are awesome. We should pay you more. It's just not going to happen, right? It's, it's, it's not going to trend the other direction. So understanding how to utilize cash services, um, 
continuity services, ongoing recurring revenue services within your business, whether you are a cash practice or you're not a cash practice, are going to become even more of a priority than they are right now. So, you know, if you have an in-network practice or a hybrid practice, you have to understand that if you can improve these cash services, you can improve these recurring revenue services, you increase your profitability dramatically without having to rely on something that typically is going to go down every few years in terms of what it's going to pay you and things you have to deal with on the insurance side. So I see a lot of people moving that are um, privately owned to much more of a hybrid model where they want to really increase their cash services. Um, they want to have some you know, non-patient care related uh, you know, profitability or profit centers to, to really help maintain their, their consistency of their revenue. Uh, and they're almost forced to, you know, and, and, uh, and I think these practices can really learn a lot from what we've done for years because we just didn't have any other choice, right? Like, not everybody's going to come and see us because we don't take their insurance directly, right? So so there's a small subset of the population that we get a chance to really have these conversations with about what we can do with them and and how we can help them expedite a, uh, a change and where the value is uh, with that. So these lessons learned in the trenches from businesses like ours are ones that higher volume in-network practices are going to have to try to learn and implement within their own business. And now, do I feel bad for, you know, uh, small businesses that are being hurt by this, for sure, it sucks. But if if you've been forcing a staff clinician to see three people per hour, and right now your business is hurting because that volume is insanely unsustainable, you know, I think you kind of get what you deserve, to be honest with you. You know, if you're if that's the way that you're running your practice, and now all of a sudden, you can't really run it like that anymore, then you probably should have changed from the get go, because that type of a model burns our profession down, burns our peers down. And I don't know how many people I talk to that just can't do it anymore. They, just, they hate the they hate the, uh, the volume, the intensity of that, the documentation they have to do with it. And it's not right for them to have to see 25, 30 people, uh, you know, a day in some cases, um, to, to be able to be really profitable for that, that clinic. So, you know, I think you're going to see a transition away from that somewhat. Here's the other thing I think is going on from what I've seen is people are on sale right now. Now this is you don't take this the wrong way, but smart people have been let go. Uh, nothing that they did wrong. It's just the economy and the way that it is right now. It's a, a in-person uh, service business is a, a tough place to be uh, in, in a lot of ways. So if you're smart and you've been let go, the job market is not great for you. It's a, it's a, essentially it's a, it's a buyer's market right now. It's not a seller's market. So, you know, you don't have the same um, marketability as you did back in February. So if you're a business owner though, look at it, uh, you know, in, in this lens. So you have these smart people, these, you know, really good clinicians, many of them probably don't want to start their own thing. They may be forced into it, but if given the opportunity to work for somebody else in a lower volume setting to replace their income, but really get a lot more enjoyment of utilizing their skill set in a way where they can help people, they can work with people they really enjoy working with and still make a good living. Those people are going to be a huge asset uh, for you long term. And in the short term, I really feel that you can get many of these people at a discount because there's not a whole lot of other options that are available out there, right? So for the short term, at least, I think that there is a sale on human capital and on human, uh, you know, potential within your business and, and people in your business are assets. That's the thing. If you really get the right people into your business and they're really quality clinicians, they do a great job connecting with people, 
in, its, in, in, in their own right, they're going to develop business for themselves because they're going to get word of mouth referrals on top of the marketing you're doing, or you have them be a part of, or content creation, or all these other things. You can have somebody else that is a uh, resource, a human resource within your business do, you know, and especially if you can create a, a role for them that they really, really love that is profitable, uh, both on, on, on your front and pay them really well. It's a great way to get these people that probably wouldn't have uh, stepped foot in your clinic. They're maybe overqualified. You can get them in. Um, or for some people, they're looking for flexibility. So, you know, maybe it's a person that's just looking for a few hours here and there because they have to be home with their kids, but they're totally down to work 15 hours, you know, a week and, and, uh, and they can still generate, you know, solid revenue for your practice, but you can, you can match that up with somebody who can have flexibility and work with the niche that they really enjoy working with and still go home to be able to help their family out with virtual school or whatever is this going on. There's a lot of changes that are occurring and people with change, like they hate it. <laughs> they hate it. They're like, well, why can't things just stay the way they were? Well, shit, I don't know, but they're not right. Like it's just not, there's a, there's a global pandemic. It's hit the U S really hard. You know, it's affecting a lot of businesses. It's helping a lot of other businesses, but from a local service business standpoint, I think it's where you're going to get challenged the most. You know, it's not like you're, you work for zoom and you're selling something that everybody needs right now. Uh, it's very different. So being able to market yourself effectively and grow that, uh, is huge in the human capital side of really being able to build that, uh, that, that talent pull up within your, your company. Now's a great time to do it. I know it can feel a little bit sketchy, but here's the other thing that we've seen. And this is what's really interesting with the people in our mastermind group is we've probably had 15 people in our group over the, the last two months, hire people, hire clin clinicians, uh, out of the, the 90 businesses that we work with it's 15 hires. That is something that I don't think a lot of other, other businesses are doing because what we have is people that have essentially uh, recession-proofed themselves by being the go-to person to solve a specific problem in their area for a specific group of people. And that is always going to be valuable, super, super valuable, especially when you get a chance to say now, Hey, will you come and see us? It's one-on-one -on -one every time. We control all these contact points. People that are that are nervous about exposure more so than they than they need. You can you you can position this as a value add for hey, here's what we're doing. Nobody else is in here but you and me, one-on-one. -on -one. We may have an admin, you know, but we're working individual rooms with individual people. Not only that, but we can be really efficient with your time. We typically see people for significantly less than the average visit uh, of, of PTs across the the country. So we can be efficient with your time. You know, you have. They they have high deductibles no matter what. So they're going to be out of pocket in most cases. And the environment is controlled with a specialist that works with the thing that's bothering you. Like what a great value add, what a great position for you to be in to then say, you know, this is who I work with. This is not who I work with and get those people in on a regular basis. We are seeing growth across the board, growth across the board in the, the mastermind groups. And again, this is a small sliver of what's going on, but it's enough where we have a data size, a data sample size where it's valid. You know, 90 businesses that are growing and improving and scaling and, and, and are past the revenue that they were at even pre-COVID, you know, on average from what we see across the board as we track this revenue, that's happening right now with these very specific uh, cash practices. You know, many of them multiple providers at this point 
that are scaling past themselves within their businesses. So there is power in being the absolute no-brainer choice for a very specific group of people. Very specific group. You can charge a premium for it. You know, you're you're less sensitive to competitors because your messaging can be such uh, so much more targeted. Um, you know, you can control the environment in a in a time when you know managing contact points is really really important to many people. And that is an incredible value add that we're seeing that. You know, the negatives aside of the challenges of, uh, of uh, operating a service business during this time, I think we have a unique selling proposition in, in comparison to many other medical uh, providers, including higher, vol- higher volume in-network practices because of the setup that we, that we established because of the way we wanted to work with people. That's the thing. Like we wanted to work with people this way because we felt it was the right way to work with people. We didn't say we're going to set this up in case of a global pandemic. That's not why we did it. We did it because we felt we could get the best outcomes. We could connect the best with people. We could educate them the best. We could spend less time with them to get the same result. And, and that would be viral you know, with, with them telling their friends and family and, and layering market on top of that to build a true business. And that's what's happened. And go freaking figure, karma's a bitch sometimes. When you look at, you're doing the wrong things for people for years and years and years and years, burning our profession out. And now your business is hurting because this global environment doesn't really uh, lend itself too well to that environment and it lends itself better to ours. So in the ashes of this, we'll see what happens. But what I'm seeing right now is people in our community are thriving. People in communities where they're all about high volume, just visit, 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 they're not doing so hot. And we'll see what happens over the course of the next six, 12 months. But I like where we're at. I like what is happening with the businesses that we work with. And I like what the future looks like for them being able to add people, to add really smart people into the mix in places where they're going to be way happier working than they would be somewhere else with the disruption that has occurred. So look, change is happening right now. Change is always coming. It's, it's, on, our, it's on our logo. You know, it's on our wolf. Change is coming. Change is always coming. And change happened right now to everybody. And some people were ready for it and some people weren't. So the state that I see right now is a good place to be. If you're a cash or hybrid practice, lower volume, doing the right things for people and give a massive opportunity to really uh, you know, grow uh, and, and improve your business over the next six to 12 months if you're willing to take it, if you're willing to manage the stress of the unknown. And for those of, uh, those of you that are working at these higher uh, volume and network practices, I think they're going to continue to struggle um, until a lot of this regular volume comes back. And even after that, it could be quite some time, uh, in particular with decreases in reimbursement rates that they're seeing. And this consolidation is going to continue. I mean, you're going to see more and more hospital consolidation because they can they can have hospital contract pay rates that are significantly higher than any of us could ever negotiate with a, with an insurance company um, on our own. There, It's just going to be the bigger you are, the more you insulate yourself. The smaller you are, the more you can target the right people and you can put a premium on what you do and you can do <clears throat> a model where it's lower volume but less overhead versus high overhead high volume um, but the people in the middle are the ones i think that are going to get that are going to get kind of lost are going to get gobbled up basically by bigger uh, organizations or they're going to go out of business so you know it's trending that way it's been trending that way for a long time I like the side that I'm on. I sleep like a baby. You know, the people we work with love uh, the education and the, the the work we put in with them. We have a real relationship with them. Um, you know, we're profitable. 
it's it's where we want to be. And for many of you, if you're looking at which direction do you go, and, and sadly, if you've been let go from your you know current employer, you may not have a choice unless you can find a practice like ours or many of the other ones that are out there that really want to do the right thing, not just for the patient, but for the people that we work with, where they have a really solid you know place to work, to have a great culture and environment. They want to be a part of a team that's doing more than just themselves. Um, and they may they want to make a great living a, as well. Like That's a hard thing to find, but it's going to be more and more available. More and more opportunities are going to exist because of the growth we're seeing within these businesses at a minimum that we get a chance to work with. And I'm sure there's plenty more that are out there that are doing the same thing. So hopefully that gives you a little insight onto where I feel we're at with the state of physical therapy at this time. For some people, it's the worst thing in the world. You know, it's the zombie apocalypse for physical therapy. For others, there's opportunity that's everywhere, right? It's like positive in a lot of ways. And man, it just depends on your lens. It depends on how you look at it. If you want to be negative and you want to view all the negative stuff, go for it. I'm going to keep looking at opportunities. I'm going to keep looking at the things that, you know, we can capitalize on, the people we can help both in our, our field in terms of our patients, but also our colleagues and being able to get them into positions where they can be just great at what they do, help a company grow that has the right intentions for them as well. Um, you know, and really sure up where we're going in the, in, in the future with solid, solid people, uh, and help more people in our area. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Hopefully you can take some from that and, and, and view it the same way because the opportunity is there. It's just a matter of whether you're willing to look for it or not. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.